Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. So glad you joined me. It's exciting. It's wonderful. It's a great day to be alive. Embrace God's vision. That's right. Embrace God's vision. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, let your word touch our hearts. Let it fill our minds with your love, grace, and mercy. Speak to us, Holy Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So embrace God's vision in Exodus chapter 3, verse 10. Exodus chapter 3, verse 10, God's word says this, Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Moses receives a vision from God, for himself, his people, and for Israel. He came to know that God was calling him to take the people of Israel from Egypt to Canaan. You see, that conversation planted a seed in Moses' life and realized that he had instructions, he had a vision that he needed to carry out. Even though he was unwilling in the beginning and felt incompetent, Moses took a step of faith and moved in God's direction. Sometimes God will ask you to do something that seems so big and so uh, ridiculous at times and, and you feel incompetent, you feel inadequate, but that's when it's time to step out on faith because if God asks you to do it, that means he knows what you have inside of you and you're able to accomplish it. See, when he encountered uh, situations which could have robbed him from his vision, Moses was very clear. He kept going back to God and recapturing the vision time and time again. Especially when the vision included dealing with people who were very difficult to deal with. See, so many times God gives us a vision to be a light in darkness and work with people that may be difficult to work with, but God has you there. That's right. That job that you're in, where people around you, you go, oh my goodness, I can't believe people talk this way, they act this way. God has you there not to be employed, but to be deployed. In other words, God's got you there to work, of course, and support your family. But more than that, they are your mission field. They are your mission field. So when you go to work, your work, your place of employment is your place of deployment. It's where your mission is and you're called to reach people right there in your own backyard. See, we need to have a vision for God's calling and continue returning to God for further instructions. Just like Moses did, he continued to come back to God at different points of his journey and say, God, these people are so hard to deal with, but God would continue to minister to him, to give him the strength that he needed. Fulfill your mission by embracing God's vision. Mm, come on, somebody. Fulfill your mission by embracing God's vision. Because you do have an assignment, and that assignment is all about accomplishing the will of God in your life, because the will of God in your life touches so many other people around you as well. But you see, it's also very important if we're going to continue to do God's will, that we have to give God time. We have to give God time. 
See, in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 25 and 26, God's word says this, The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Mm, wow, what a powerful scripture. See, Jesus invested his first 30 years in preparation for his ministry. We see in the Bible that there was experiences when he was in the temple as a young boy and kind of disappeared. And of course, Mary and Joseph couldn't find him, but they found him doing God's work, doing his father's work in his father's house. And the Bible doesn't go through a lot through his raising up, through growing up, but we know that God was preparing him the whole time, working in his father's carpenter shop, doing everything that he did on a regular basis. God was molding him and preparing him. So he gave God time. See, Moses spent 80 years becoming a great leader. 40 years, of course, in Pharaoh's house, and then 40 years after that in the desert. So that those two things together, what a drastic contrast. If you think about how Moses was trained, 40 years in the palace, having the best of the best, going to Egypt University, come on somebody. And then of course, 40 years in the desert as a shepherd. What a contrast. I think if somebody was being trained, I think those seem like two totally opposite spectrums of life, but God used those two things because they were both required. You have to remember that Moses wrote the first five books in the Bible. That's right, he sure did. It's called the Pentateuch. The Jews call it the Torah. Those five books are part of that, right? And those five books were written by Moses. So Moses was super educated, but he had to be super educated and super humble as well. Amen. Time is your friend. Don't be in such a hurry all the time. Let time do its work. I believe that God wants us to take our time because God works in time and patience and waiting on the Lord is super important. But as we're waiting, we need to be moving as well. Patience is the weapon that allows deception to reveal itself. Wow. So many times as you're waiting on the Lord, God is able to unfold his plan. He's able to take you through the different circumstances you need to go through to train you, to equip you for what he has for you. And of course, sometimes it just takes time, especially when you have to make a decision and a choice and you're not sure which way to go. Being patient and waiting, in many cases, you'll see some kind of deception or maybe some kind of ill will or maybe even trying to discern which way to go and you're not really sure, it's not that obvious, well, time will make it obvious because all of a sudden, as you wait, things will begin to unfold, circumstances and intentions will be revealed as well, amen? And I believe that at that point, as we're making those decisions, we really had to depend on God's wisdom. We need to depend on God's wisdom. In Luke chapter 21, verses 14 and 15, God's word says this, Therefore, settle it in your hearts not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all of your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. Wow, 
I tell you what, that is such a powerful scripture. It may be one of those scriptures that you kind of pass over when you're reading the book of Luke. But what a powerful thing to not meditate beforehand. In other words, he said, don't think about what you're going to say. I gave you a mouth to speak and wisdom and people around you will be amazed. See, Jesus said you've received two gifts from God, your mouth and his wisdom. <laughs> See, unexpected things happen today. Don't worry. We're not sure what's going to happen even when we leave our home today. See, but the Holy Spirit within us will rise to the occasion and speak through us. So sometimes when we're going to have a meeting or we're thinking about maybe talking to a person and you start rehearsing in your head the conversation you're going to have, in many cases, it's okay to think about it, but just know that God is so faithful and when it's time to have that conversation, God will give you the wisdom and the understanding because he's given you the mouth to speak it and the wisdom, hallelujah, to discern the right things to say relax. Don't be uptight when you have a situation like that. Relax. Someone greater than you is within you. <laughs> you have to remember that God lives inside of you. It just depend on him. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. <laughs> greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. And I believe that as we continue to serve the Lord, as we continue to go forward, because God is always moving forward, keep moving. Keep moving. God is a God that is always moving. Isaiah 43, verse 2, God's word says this. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. Mm. If you notice through this, all these different analogies that Isaiah is writing, something is moving when you pass through the waters, when you pass through the rivers. I love that. When you walk through the fire, come on. If God brought you to it, he'll see you through it. Keep moving. I remember many times driving through Florida and sometimes the cloud, I don't know about, when I go to Florida, sometimes the weather is so drastic, the thunderstorms are so powerful. And I remember driving, it was, I was driving, I was thinking, man, the sky was so black in one section, just then sunshine in the other. And I knew there was a huge storm coming as I kept driving a little faster. I realized that I was going ahead of the storm. So I stayed ahead of the storm and got way ahead of it and never got impacted by it. See, so many times we need to keep moving. Keep moving in what God has you to do. Remember Joseph kept moving. Remember David kept moving. And the challenges they faced were heavy duty. They were difficult. But because they kept moving, uh, you know, Joseph went from the pit to the palace. David went from the pasture to the palace. And in between, they had all kinds of circumstances, but they never stopped moving. Adversity is simply a stepping stone towards the throne. Mm, come on, somebody. Adversity is simply a stepping stone toward the throne. So just keep moving. Keep asking God to direct you and guide you. The Bible says that the steps, so notice that the steps of the righteous are ordered of God. That means when he said steps, that means you're taking steps. One step at a time. 
one day at a time, amen? One situation at a time. God is with you making a way where there is no way, amen? Well, praise God. Well, let's take some time to pray now over God's word and of course, over the prayer list that we bring with us. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, we praise you. And Father God, help us to embrace your vision, to embrace the mission that you've given every single one of us. So God, Lord, that we will learn and know, Lord God, and discover our purpose in life, that we know, Lord God, that we were born with a purpose and on purpose for your purpose. So in Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for revealing your vision for every one of our lives. And in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord God, that we can give you the time that you require. We know, Lord God, that you require to give us our time so that you can give us your time so that we can exchange time, Lord God, and download the things you need to download into our lives. So Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to make time, Lord God, in our schedules for you and you'll strengthen us as well. So Father, we thank you right now for your wisdom. Lord, give us wisdom to make choices, wisdom to make the right decisions, wisdom, Lord God, to see life the way you see it, Father God. And Lord, you said that when we lack wisdom, that we can ask and you'll give us all that we need. So Father, give us the wisdom, give us the understanding, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, so that we continue to move in your direction. Father, in Jesus' name, help us not to just stand still, Lord God, not to just sit and rest and let life come to us. Help us to keep moving. Help us to keep taking steps every single day, little steps moving in your direction. And we know in Jesus' name that the devil cannot hit a moving target. <laughs> so as we keep moving, Lord God, we keep evading and eluding the devil. We keep going forward knowing, oh God, in Jesus' name that you are with us and you're guiding us through the storms of life, no matter how high the water gets, no matter how deep the valley is, you are there with us. And we thank you, Lord God, that we can continue to move in your direction. Right now, we pray for all those on our prayer list right now, Lord God, for the young men, women, family, friends, neighbors, colleagues that we have right now written down on our list. We pray for those that need salvation. Oh God, draw them into your presence. Draw them into your fold. In the name of Jesus, we claim them for your kingdom right now in Jesus' name. Whatever it takes, Father God, get them there in the name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, for divine healing right now. Oh, touch people's lives. Heal the brokenhearted, oh God. Be their comfort. Be their peace, oh God. Be their strength right now in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord God, for touching people's bodies physically, a physical manifestation of your healing power upon those that we're praying for right now in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you and we praise you and we give you glory and honor this day. And Father, I thank you and I praise you, Lord God, for delivering, for setting people free right now from habits and their hurts, Lord God, the habits that keep them bound, their hurts and their pain, Lord God, that keeps them oppressed and weighed down. We, I pray you'll break those chains right now of hangups, of things that keep them still. Lord God, break the chains that they'll continue to move forward in your will right now in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you even
even now for your divine provision. I thank you, Lord God, that you provide for every need. We thank you, your supply never ends. We thank you, Lord God, that your provision, I pray for blessing upon people's jobs, that there'll be promotions, there'll be raises right now in Jesus' name. I pray for people's businesses, that you'll multiply their business, bring more clients, divine connections, divine opportunities to grow their businesses. I pray for those right now that just need your peace. Lord, supply your peace, Lord God, as we pray. Your word says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving that we can make our requests known unto God. And then the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So Father, we thank you today in Jesus' name that you would have your way. And Father, we thank you for supplying for every situation, Lord God. Let there be health, wealth, peace, joy, hallelujah. Supply the joy and the strength that we need to get through every single day. And Father, I thank you for restoring lives, restoring relationships, healing marriages, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, for overcoming circumstances, for tearing down strongholds in Jesus' name, for knocking down walls, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just thank you for meeting every need. We thank you for answering every prayer, oh God. Thank you that your ear is inclined toward us, oh God, and you're answering and you're hearing. And Holy Spirit, we thank you for guiding us and leading us this day. Take us, oh God, and take us by the hand and lead us through this day. And we just praise you and thank you for the victory in advance. And we're always going to make sure, my God, that we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. He is a God that answers prayer. He is a God that gives you vision. And today, God's scripture to close is found in Habakkuk chapter two. <laughs> That's right, Habakkuk chapter two, verse two. And it says this, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Oh, come on, somebody. What God is saying here is write down your vision. Write down your goals. That's right. Put your goals in writing. What do you want to accomplish from now to the end of this year? Put some goals down so that you will run after it and believe God for amazing things. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you and I praise you for my brothers and sisters. Continue to bless them, Lord God. Continue, Lord God, to provide for them. Bless them and keep them, oh God. Shine your face upon them. Be gracious to them. Lift up your countenance towards them, oh God, and give them peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, listen, God bless you. Go out and attack the day. Amen. Attack this day and just know that God is with you wherever you go. Amen. And remember, when you're walking in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. God bless you and have a wonderful, blessed day.
Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.